All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Can I just say that 2015 was awesome? Thanks in large part to you, podcast friend. It's Manoush here. And the team and I here at Note to Self are so grateful to you for your feedback and your voicemails and all your support over the past year. Maybe you finally dealt with your photo clutter with us a few months ago, or you feel like you understand more about your phone's creepy eavesdropping capabilities, thanks to that episode with Walter Kern a month or so ago. We are cooking up even weirder ways to keep hold of our humanity in our tech-saturated world in the new year but we still need you. Please help us take it up a notch in 2016 by making a donation to the show today. You'll get that nice end-of-the-year tax deduction and support the show. Just go to notetoselfradio.org slash donate. And now, one of my favorite episodes of 2015, the best reason I've ever heard to keep voicemail around with writer Leslie Horn. I read her lovely story in Gizmodo called You're Wrong About Voicemail and asked her to do a very special podcast version of it with us. Enjoy and Happy New Year. At the tone, please record your message. Hey, bud, this is uh, Dad uh, returning your call. I was in the middle of it. Hey, it's me. I just want to make sure you didn't forget about me. Um, Hi, babe. Grandma calling. Uh, just wanted to say hi. I missed your call. How you feel about voicemail is largely generational. People who haven't hit 40 don't get why their parents and other olds don't just text or let a missed call speak for itself. In some cases, it's an argument of etiquette. I think you not picking up is sufficient reason for me to punish you with a voicemail. Here you go. One side says voicemail is obnoxious. The other argues it's rude not to leave one. It's actually neither. Voicemail is great. Voicemail is essential. Taylor, I just got your present. I love, 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 love it. I'm just calling to check in and have a conversation about what happened earlier. Anyway, I love you. Bye-bye. A little background. My dad died unexpectedly in July. As a single event, a death sets everything into motion in a way that's completely out of control. Once it happens, events keep tumbling at you in a steady deluge. And you can't slow anything down, and you can't pause to take stock of what's happening or who's saying what or who brought you a casserole or how you ended up with four tubes of waterproof mascara. Nothing stops. In what felt like a time warp, I somehow found some structure in voicemail. I really enjoyed your uh, voicemail, and I think you called when I was in the air. Right after my dad died, my phone started ringing and it didn't stop for about a month. I could text, but I couldn't really talk on the phone. You can only say thank you so many times before you start to feel insincere. But people wanted to talk to me, and people left me voicemails. I didn't listen to them immediately, 
but they were there as a de facto comfort when I needed some. Unlike Snapchat or whatever ephemeral technology we're obsessed with for five minutes, my voicemails didn't disappear after one listen. I mean, you actually have to really want to delete a voicemail to get rid of it, or it'll fester away in your deleted folder forever. They're indelible that way. At the time, the messages were as much for me as it was for the person leaving the message, too. People don't always know what to say in sensitive situations, especially when there's a death. But folks will just keep talking when there's no one there to prompt them. Hi, I'm going to Whole Foods to buy the chestnuts and the cream. Um, do you want me to get some appetizers? Hey, dude. Uh, this is Jimmy Buzz, man. I'm driving up to Charlotte, North Kakalaki. So I had a couple hours. That I Hello. <laughs> I was really tired. I slept until 11 o'clock. People also say things in a voicemail they won't say in person. It gives you the ability to ramble without response. And for all the times you've listened to an uninterrupted stream of consciousness left in a voicemail, hoping for someone to get to the point, you actually realize it's wonderful. People don't know what to say in sensitive situations, like talking to a friend whose dad recently died. Left to their own devices on a voicemail, they'll find their way to the right words. This isn't meant to be sad. Defending voicemail isn't just about grief or coping. I'll admit this big, life-changing event made me realize voicemail's value. But it has a broader worth. Voicemail is the default archive of your life. You would miss it if it were gone. I have voicemails I've saved for years on my phone. I have a few I've loved so much I uploaded them to SoundCloud so there's no chance I'll delete them. One time, my roommate called me pretending to be my dog. Saved it. I'm standing right by your door right now. Wishing you would come outside and just pet me for a little while. I have a college friend who teaches shop in mid-Missouri who will call me and tell me stories about the weird things his students say and do. There's also the occasional drunk dial. Hey, it's me. Why did you have to go? I love a good drunk dial. If you're not the one doing the dialing and if it's not a message from an ex you'd rather not hear from, hats off to iOS 8 number blocking, a drunk voicemail is a beautiful thing. People are great. People are funny. They're even more of both when they're hammered. Two minutes worth of word vomit someone else left on your phone under the influence is a funny thing to wake up to. It's okay to laugh at someone else's shame every once in a while. Here's another universal truth. Sometimes it's just good to hear someone's voice. Email is great. Texting is fine. But it takes effort to pick up the phone. Typing and talking have an inverse relationship. As it's gotten easier to write your feelings, it's gotten more difficult to speak them. Even if your feelings are just, I was just calling to say hello, that means something. There's also tradition. Not to be sappy, but I can't think about voicemails without bringing the whole thing back to my dad once more. The dude had a goddamn calendar full of people he would call on their birthdays. From what I've learned in the past couple of months, it numbered in the hundreds. Hello, this is Brand Doug, and I wanted to speak to Julia, and I want to tell her something, and so I'm going to deliver the message on voicemail. If he knew your birthday, he would call you on it, and he would sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. He had what I would call a church choir voice, which is to say not great, but he would belt it out nonetheless. If you picked up, he'd sing your ear off. If you screened, he'd sing it to your voicemail. 
In the past three months, I've had untold numbers of people approach me and tell me they had messages from my dad on their phones singing them happy birthday. Happy birthday to Mark. Happy birthday to Suzanne. Happy birthday to Margaret. Happy birthday to family and friends and to people I don't know from Adam. Shoot, I'd think every time. Why didn't I listen to my voicemails more? Until one day I poked around in my deleted folder and found my happy birthday message from last year. Saved. There it was. I hadn't meant to save it, but there it was. Hi, Leslie. I hope you retrieve the call because I have something very important to tell you. I love you. I love you. And I hope you're having a great day. Bye-bye. As hard as it is to admit, my mom is right. Voicemail is a good thing. You may not know it. You may think I'm flat wrong. I get it. Voicemail can be annoying. Unnecessary sometimes. Believe me, I've made all those arguments too. But I also know that you would miss voicemail if it were gone. Many, many thanks to Leslie Horn, who wrote this piece for Gizmodo and then kindly turned it into some amazing audio with us. And now, before we go, on behalf of the Note to Self team, I just want to thank you, my lovely podcast listener, for telling us your stories and supporting us in 2015. In 2016, we are taking it up a notch with another project to get you rethinking your gadgets and your brain. So podcast friends, we have a favor to ask. You're probably listening to this on your phone. If you are, there's an easy way to support Note to Self. Just pull out that phone and text the word NOTE to the number 69866. We'll respond to you right away with a link where you can go and make your donation and get a nice tax write-off. And also, of course, my eternal gratitude. But you already had that. Again, text the word NOTE to the number 69866. The Note to Self team is Jen Poyant, Ariana Tobin, Joe Plord, and Amy Eason. Note to Self is a production of WNYC Studios. I'm Anoush Samarodi, wishing you the very, very best for the year to come.